And also, uh, Deputy Director Cindy Kaufman is present at this meeting. At this time, the commission respectfully asks that all cell phones and electronic devices are silenced. Also, Commissioner uh, President Serenia, staff is requesting that agenda item HH is removed from the agenda. Okay. Want to take a vote on? Happy to accommodate. Um, Thank with, you. With the request that item HH be removed from the agenda, may I have approval of the agenda? May I have a motion to approve? So moved. I'll se second. Thank you. Any discussion? Any comment from the public? All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. May I have a motion to approve the November 14, 2018 commission meeting minutes? So moved. Thank you. Second. Thank you. <coughs> Any discussion? Any comments from the public? All the question, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Thank you. Um, Deputy Director Cindy Kaufman, you're on. Thank you, Commissioner Serenia. This will be a very short report since we just met a couple of weeks ago and um, Director McSpadden gave you updates up until that point. Um, Director McSpadden is in Washington, D.C. at the N4A board meeting this week. Um, N4A is the National Association of Area Agencies on Aging. We are, we refer to those as AAAs. We are a AAA here. Um, the Office on the Aging has most of our AAA contracts. Um, they are working through their policy um, priorities this week um, that they will work on at a national level. This is an also, also an opportunity for members to visit their state um, representatives. And we have two representatives, we have two members from California that serve on the board, so they will be visiting both Northern and Southern California representatives. Um, this is also the time of year that California is starting its two-year legislative process. The department and human services agents as a whole are looking at our policy priorities. Um, state associations as well as California senior legislature are developing their proposals at this time of year. Some key dates to remember um, as this process unfolds is January 10th, which is the release of the governor's budget. Um, January 25th, which is the last day to submit bill requests to the Office of the Legislative Council. And February 22nd, which is the last day for bills to be introduced. Um, the Joint Legislative Council will start up, start up our meetings again in February and start to review all relevant um, proposals that, are, that relate to the department. Another key date for us to remember is December 12th, which is when the mayor will be releasing our budget instructions. <coughs> One of the major things that has occurred since last we met is um, the department is currently being audited by the California Department of Aging. They are auditing, auditing our AAA programs for which they provide the funding. The auditors arrived on Monday and will stay through Friday. This is part, this is a major audit and it's part of a four-year cycle. They come at this level every four years. Um, it consists of desk reviews as well as site visits. Areas they are looking at include health promotion, senior nutrition, supportive services, information and referral. They'll conduct site visits which include congregate meal sites and kitchen prep areas as well as our information and referral hub. Um, and they will also participate on part of one of the home delivered meal 
routes. Um, they'll meet with staff, including our program analysts who have key roles over these different areas, um, as well as they'll meet with contracts, fiscal, and budget. They're conducting key interviews um, with Leon Schmidt, the chair of the advisory council, as well as Commissioner Serena, and I believe you already had the opportunity to meet with them. Yes. Um, it's a very thorough review to make sure we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Um, they will meet with us each day for a debrief so we will know if there are any findings before they leave at the end of the week. Um, staff have worked really hard in preparation for this audit. It's a huge gathering of information and forms and everything. So I truly do thank them for the prep work they've done for it. Um, and then finally, just an update on the Dignity Fund service and allocation plan. I have to say this has been a really interesting process. It's given us the opportunity to look at things in a very different way, which I think is kind of fun. Um, maybe I should get out more, but it, it makes us look at things and kind of not blow it up, but just very different lens to it. Um, I give staff credit because it really is a master puzzle that they're trying to put together and they're doing some really good work on it. Um, in January, they'll present an update to the service provider working group so they can provide insight and questions to the oversight and advisory committee. And then they will give an update to the OAC in February and with a draft of the plan going to the OAC in March. So we're moving along within the process. This month at the OAC, as a follow-up to the needs assessment, um, there will be a presentation on the deeper dive that planning did into the equity analysis of communities of color and LGBTQ population. Um, I think that's it for my report. Uh, if there are any questions, I'm happy to answer any questions. Thank you very much. Any questions? Commissioner Liu? Um, you said that the trip, uh, the state department of aid, uh, the state came and uh, do the audit. Do they also interview the consumers? They will. They will go on site during congregate meals, so they will have an opportunity. I don't know if there are any specific interviews set up, but they will have opportunities to speak because that is part of what they're doing. Is they will go and take a look at the kitchen. They will look at the congregate meal site itself. So there is an opportunity to to have more informal conversations with folks. Would they also um, accompany the driver to do delivery meals? So they will accompany them at least on a partial route so that they can see that process as well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Any other comments or questions? Yeah. Any questions from the public? Thank you very much, Cindy. There is no employee recognition for this meeting, so the next item on the agenda is the Advisory Council report, Leon Schmidt. Welcome, Leon. Good morning, President Sereno. Commissioners, uh, Deputy Director uh, Kaufman, the Advisory Council met on Wednesday, uh, November 28th. At that meeting, we had the results of our election. So our new president will be Ms. Diane Lawrence. Sec uh, first uh, vice president will be Ms. Eleanor Laurie. Second vice president will be Ms. Margaret Groff. And uh, our secretary will be uh, Allegra um, Fortunati. Thank you. Also, we had a presentation by the uh, executive, excuse me, Deputy Director Jill Nielsen on conservatorship, and it was a very in-depth uh, report. And because of time constraints, that was the only business that we handled at, at that meeting. Our next meeting will be in January. We will not meet in December. Thank you very much, Leon. Any comments or questions from the commission? 
comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, thank you very much. Thank you, and happy holidays, everyone. Thank you. Same to you. Um, there is um, no joint legislative committee report, no TAC report, and no long-term care coordinating council report, but we do have a case report. Good morning, commissioners and um, uh, assistant director um, Kaufman. Um, a brief report um, in light of the agenda. Our membership meeting last month uh, featured a, an excellent presentation from representatives from City College's uh, Community Health Worker Program, uh, which is a great resource for uh, nonprofit agencies. They also um, uh, spoke about their, their um, aging and gerontology classes, so uh, very informational, very helpful. Uh, the remainder of the meeting we spent uh, finalizing our 2019-20 budget advocacy ask. Uh, the formal letter to Director McSpadden and Doss uh, will be forthcoming. Uh, we did notify her uh, of the results uh, for that. Uh, you will be copied on the letter as well, but the elements in that ask uh, are funding for ADRC staff to increase their, um, their salaries um, and incredibly high amount of turnover um, and then delay in replacing those positions um, had that as our top priority. Um, also, again, uh, a request for funding for a group van capability for adult day health centers uh, and their clients. Uh, the older adult choir program um, is on there, uh, as well as funding for technology, <clears throat> pardon me, for uh, both increased um, resources for Connect at Home, adding hundreds of seniors to uh, Connect at Home, and then uh, tech teach-ins uh, throughout the city and all the districts, uh, making uh, uh, learning experiences available to all. Um, and then finally, a late addition uh, that was added uh, at the recommendation of the Long-Term uh, Coordinating Care Council uh, for dementia daycare programs. Uh, so we're, we're very pleased that we were able to get uh, a wide uh, variety of items um, and get them to Director McSpadden in a timely fashion. Um, our holiday party is coming up on Monday, December 17th. You are all invited. We would love to see you there. Um, and I'll leave it at that in light of the agenda. Any questions I can answer? Thank you. Just for the record, would you give us your name so that it shows up on the minutes? I'm sorry? Just give us your name. Ah, sorry, Greg Moore. Thank you. Co-chair um, of case. Any comments or questions from the commission? Comments or questions of the public? Thank you very much. <laughs> Item number five, any old business? None. New business. Um, <clears throat> information review of the fiscal year 18-19 area plan. Budget amendment funding breakdown. Alex Gleason. Welcome, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, President Serenia, Commissioners, Deputy Director uh, Kaufman. My name is Alex Gleason. I'm one of the HSA budget analysts for DOS. I'm before you today to review additional funding allocated to DOS through the California Department of Aging as part of the fiscal year 18-19 area plan. Each year, federal and state funding provided in support of Older Americans Act programs is granted to California's area agencies on aging known as AAAs commonly. 
through an initial allocation in the spring and then a further allocation, an amended amount, made in the fall. As detailed in the accompanying memo, this year DOS received a total of $754,877 in additional funding as part of the fall amendment. This amount increased total CDA funding for fiscal 1819 from $5,448,000 to $6,195,755. As also detailed in the memo, CDA funds are designated for particular programmatic areas and required to be spent in those areas. They include 3B supportive services, such as in-home support, transportation, and legal assistance, funding for ombudsman programs, congregate nutrition, home-delivered meals, disease prevention, family caregiver, and elder abuse programs, with funding also granted for the administration of these programs. In terms of the deployment of these funds, you'll be hearing about the nutrition monies later this morning, and the remainder will appear before you as required in the future. Any questions? Thank you very much, Alex. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, thank you very much. Thank you. The next item on the agenda is Item A, requesting authorization to enter into a new contract agreement with ExcelSoft Partners, LLC, to provide ongoing access to registration enrollment video appointment, REBA, during the period April 1st, 2019 to June 30th, 2022, in the amount of $38,875, plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $42,763. Welcome, Krista Blythe-Gaita. Thank you. Good morning, President Serena, fellow commissioners, and Deputy Director Kaufman. Uh, my name is Krista Blythe-Gaita. I'm the newish director of In-Home Supportive Services. I started in February, so it's good to be here. Um, this is my first time presenting to commission, and I'm pleased uh, to present a contract that is an integral part of our independent provider enrollment process. Uh, the item before you is a contract for the registration, enrollment, video, and appointment system. We call it REVA, uh, which facilitates a large portion of the enrollment process for over 400 independent providers every month. Um, in order for individuals to be paid to provide service to consumers of IHSS, they must first complete a state-mandated enrollment process. The REVA system uh, assists IHSS in streamlining each piece of this process by allowing IPs, applicants, independent provider applicants, to access the system through our HSA website at their convenience, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, to enter their personal information, watch a state-mandated and produced video, and schedule an in-person appointment with our IHSS staff. It also acts as our uh, secure document repository for uh, sec uh, Social Security cards and IDs, and uh, also allows us to electronically sign state-mandated forms. At the end of the process, it prints out a pre-populated live scan part, uh, form that allows IPs to get their background checks. IHSS has been using the REVA system to th through to, uh, since 2012. Up until now, the contract has been with Care Access. Care Access announced early this year that it would no longer support the uh, software. Um, as of April 1st, 2019, ExcelSoft, the developer and owner of the software, will actually take over the support of the program April 1st, 2019. Um, we have been extremely pleased with the system's functionality, the service levels, and the security. Uh, the REVA system is currently used by eight other programs, uh, IHSS programs in the state. 
Um, the in-home supportive services re program requests your approval for this contract with ExcelSoft for the REVA system. Um, I and my staff who's here from the Independent Provider Assistance Center can answer any questions you may have. Thank you. Thank you. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, call the question. May, all in, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you very much, Krista. The motion carries. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. Item B, requesting authorization to modify the existing grant agreement with Bayview Hunters Point Multipurpose Senior Services for the provision of community services program pilot during the period of January 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2020 in the amount of $200,000 plus a 10% contingency for a total amount not to exceed $798,682. Um, Tiffany Kearney will present. Thank you, Tiffany. Thank you. Good morning, commissioners and Deputy Director Kaufman. Uh, the modification to Bayview's grant uh, will enable them to expand their community service program pilot to another site. It is an existing Bayview uh, site and home to their uh, senior ex-offender program, also known as SEOP. SEOP serves older adults and adults with disability who have been involved in the justice system. Programming and services at SEOP focus on helping individuals reconnect and live in the community. SEOP has contracts for other supportive reentry programs. However, um, some individuals are not eligible uh, due to their justice involvement circumstances. Through this modification, Bayview will be able to offer community service programming to those individuals who would otherwise not access services. Bayview has a successful history in working with their SEOP clients. Uh, the SCOP team is experienced and knowledgeable about their clients' unique needs. Um, SCOP has a reputation for being a safe, non-judgmental place to seek assistance, especially one-to-one -one assistance, and reflects in the 1,875 hours of social services we are adding to this grant. With this modification, Bayview will also serve an additional 375 consumers uh, in the next year and a half, conduct more than 150 more hours of outreach, and deliver 300 more hours of activity programming. Um, the activity programming at SCOP will primarily be weekly um, group sessions focused on self-sufficiency, reintegration, and successful community living. The modification is in alignment with the recommendations in the Dignity Fund CNA completed earlier this year that included reaching underrepresented groups and providing tailored programming when able. We are very happy to have this opportunity to serve this population in partnership with Bayview. Um, thank you, and I'm happy to answer any questions you might have at this time. Thank you, Tiffany. Um, any comments or questions from the commission? Commissioner Liu. Yeah, Tiffany, I'm just looking at the last page, uh, the site chart, okay? Mm -hmm. um, first of all, there is a typo. It's uh, Martin Luther King, not kind. Okay, thank you. And the second one is like, they put down 11 days holiday, but I, just, I can only count 10. Okay, I will ask them to check that. Okay, thank you. Thank you. you. Commissioner Knudsen. 
Yeah, and I apologize. I'm the new commissioner, so I sometimes ask some pretty elementary questions. But the the people who would qualify for this are they? Uh, is there a certain age limit for it, or is it just the factors that are listed? You had other factors that are listed for qualifying for the program, but I also wondered about that. So they would either be older adults or adults yeah. with disability. Um, and also in this particular grant, they would not be receiving services through adult probation or the sheriff's program. Right, I got that. And then in addition, a factor might be the, the, the factors that are listed, social isolation, low income. Those are additional priorities, priorities but first right. and foremost, for the community service program pilot in general, it's older adults and adults with disability. Okay, and then I also sort of had a question about the site. Where is it located? Just, um, it's just at 5600 3rd Street. Okay, I just didn't quite yeah. understand that. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. May I have a second? A second. Call the question. All in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Thank you, Tiffany. <clears throat> Item C, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Bridge Housing Corporation for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 3850 18th Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024, in the amount of $486,730, plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $535,403. Welcome, Fanny Lapitan. Thank you. Good morning, commissioners. Good morning, Deputy Director Kaufman. My name is Fanny Lapitan. I'm a long-term, uh, I'm sorry, program analyst for long-term care operations at DAWS. Um, I'm here today to present the next items on the agenda, seeking authorization to renew grants with five different grantees for the provision of support services programs in 20 rental assistance demonstration or RAD buildings. The grant renewal will be for the next five fiscal years. Um, I'd like to first give an overview of what RAD is and highlight the services that are being funded by our contracts. Um, in response to the significant challenges that the San Francisco Housing Authority has faced in recent years, the City and County of San Francisco um, and the San Francisco Housing Authority, along with 72 other organizations, met in 2013 um, to re-envision the work of the San Francisco Housing Authority. Through the re-envisioning process, the group developed a financing strategy to address the long-term viability and preservation of San Francisco public housing. Um, that strategy included the use of HUD's project-based vouchers under the federal program called Rental Assistance Demonstration, or RAD program. RAD provides a stable source of long-term operating subsidies. It allows leveraged financing through private development partners. It addresses the critical immediate and long-term rehab needs of the buildings. Um, it establishes tenant protections, and it establishes an on-site services model in all RAD buildings. The contracts being renewed will fund the on-site services in the buildings designated for older, older adults and adults with disabilities. The service provision model at the RAD sites will be based on three principles. Um, those are community engagement, community building, and service connection. With the funding, grantees will provide core activities in um, outreach and community engagement by developing and maintaining channels of communication with tenants to foster positive relationships and enhanced community living. 
Grantees will also provide health and wellness services and activities through referral partnerships with uh, neighborhood groups, city agencies, community-based service providers, as well as on-site programming. And finally, grantees will help uh, with housing stability by having resident services and property management work together to help tenants maintain their housing and ensure their specific needs are being met. Um, they will assist tenants in addressing and planning for matters relate, relating to housing, rent payments, safety concerns, and other things. Um, the 20 RAD buildings for uh, older adults and adults with disabilities range from 40 to 276 units. Uh, and the staffing ratio is set to one FTE for every 75 units. Um, of the 20 RAD buildings, 11 are considered phase one buildings, um, and the rehab construction for those have been completed in 2017. Um, the other nine are considered phase two sites, and currently construction at those are being completed this fiscal year. Um, Currently, the RAD buildings have service coordinators or service connectors um, who are visibly present to assist the tenants and provide a myriad of, types of uh, different types of services. They provide crucial services that help tenants get connected in their tenant community, um, have better access to services improving the he their health and wellness, and um, help them keep stable, stable housing. Uh, we've done the program monitoring for all the grantees in March and April of this year, and we are, they are all currently in compliance with their current contracts. Um, at this time, I'd be happy to take any question from the commission. Thank you very much for the overview. Um, any comments or questions from the commission? Just one. Thank yeah. you, Commissioner Pappas. On the facilities, were they the recipients of the Prop A money? Is that is that how some of those uh, sites were rehabilitated? Because it's I'm, I don't have information about the Prop A money, but I do have Helen Hale here okay. from MOHCD, <laughs> who have who she was part of the negotiations from the from okay, the from the beginning, you. so she have <laughs> historical information. Good morning, Commissioners. I work at the Mayor's Office of Housing and Community Development. I'm the Director of Residential Services and Community Engagement. Um, no, Prop A money was not used. However, the city did put, we combined both federal dollars, local city dollars, as, as well as state dollars, because we also draw down tax credits. It was the largest RAD conversion in the country. Um, and it's been enormously successful um, in that the buildings themselves are now habitable, which is a big plus. Um, plus, we have really great, um, we, we are very, very low eviction or any kind of moving on statistics. But no, the Prop A money was not Thank used. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments or questions? Commissioner Knudsen. Just yes. one quick question. Does this allow for additional hiring of these uh, people that you described in some of the areas, or they, is it just continuing funding for the current staff? It's just continuing funding, okay. um, but of course the developer, the grantees, ha they they have the discretion to hire and and have because um, there's a developer match funding as well. So, it's um, this this particular contract would be for continuation. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Um, just one quick question. The city funding, did it allow us, therefore, to leverage more money from the federal government and the state government for this housing to make us the largest provider in the country? So, 
<laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so we basically, the city leveraged over $90 million in soft loans, 22 leveraged for every $1 of city money that was brought, brought in. 10 city departments were engaged in, in, in the work. And it, we went, the housing authority, which only had about $5 million a year to keep their buildings up, we now have ongoing operating expenses that allow the buildings to maintain the, the maintenance of the buildings and keep them and put in a reserve in every single building. Thank you, and it's to the department's credit that it's so effective at leveraging funds that way. So, yes. just one <clears throat> quick question, Commissioner Pappas. Okay, uh, the, the jurisdiction of the housing itself is that under the city administrator's office. So, um, under RAD, um, these were federally owned and operated buildings prior to the conversion. The land is continued is owned by the housing authority, but the buildings themselves are owned by the affordable housing developers. So we have, we've changed the model in that those buildings are not federally operated buildings. They are locally operated by our affordable housing and monitored by our department. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do second. I second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item D. Requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Bridge Housing Corporation for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 462 DuBose Avenue during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $250,505 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $275,556. Welcome back, Fanny. Um, the same information, commissioners. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer them. Thank you. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? Uh, so moved. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item E, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Bridge Housing Corporation for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at Mission Dolores, 1855 15th Street, during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024, in the amount of $338,410, plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $372,251. Once again, Fanny is here to answer questions. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item F, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Bridge Housing Corporation for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 25 Sanchez Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $335,785 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $369,364. And once again, Fanny is here to answer any questions. Are there any questions or comments from the commission? 
Any from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? Uh, so moved. May I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item G, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Bridge Housing Corporation for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 255 Woodside Avenue during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $490,675 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $539,743. And again, Fanny is here to answer questions. Are there any from the commission? Any from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you, the motion carries. Item H, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Chinatown Community Development Center for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 227 Bay Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $262,325 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $288,558. Again, Fanny is available. Do I have any questions from the commission? Commissioner Liu. Yeah, Fanny, I'd like to know what kind of activity are they, are they providing uh, to the tenants, okay? Um, as I calculated, they spend about $821 a month mm -hmm. for these kind of activities. I'd like to know what are they? Sure, thank you for uh, that question, Commissioner. Um, uh, the uh, 227 Bay uh, provides a, 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 a variety of activities, um, uh, both on-site and off-site. And I have uh, Lisa Blakely, from uh, a representative from CCDC, who can give a more detailed information as to the specific um, budgeted activities. Hello, Commissioner. My name is Lisa Blakely, and I'm providing oversight at 227 Bay, and I have um, a service connector who can talk to you about the type of activities. But just to provide an overview, um, some of the activities that are provided are bingo. There are residents who are taking on field trips. A lot of the uh, older adults have not necessarily left Chinatown, and so there are field trips and excursions to um, various uh, uh, recreational activities. And then typically there are convenings at restaurants and other um, opportunities for social engagement. And um, I want to introduce uh, Yin Yin Zhu, who can also talk about some of the specific activities at 227 Bay. Hello, commissioners. My name is Yin Yin Zhu. I'm a resident service coordinator at 227 Bay. Um, we usually have a lot of bingo and health-related workshops, activities, and we also have um, on-site um, celebration activities um, each month. But we also have outgoing activities to bring residents out of their home, out of the neighborhood to explore San Francisco, and we have outgoing, and we have dinner to, for them to connect with each other. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? 
Hearing none, call the question. May I have a motion to approve? So move. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you all in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. <clears throat> Item I, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Chinatown Community Development Center for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing units at 990 Pacific Avenue during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 <coughs> for in the amount of $721,645 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $793,810. Once again, Fanny is available to answer questions. Are there any from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, uh, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Thank you. May I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. I would like to remind commissioners that we are to speak clearly so that we can all hear our votes. Um, in speaking to the microphone. Item K. Requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Community Housing Partnership for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Commissioner, it's item J. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you. Item J. Requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Community Housing Partnership for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 1750 McAllister Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $344,980 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $379,478. Once again, Fanny is available to answer questions. Are there any from the commission? Are there any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Now, item K, in my haste, I skipped over Jay. <laughs> Requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Community Housing Partnership for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 666 Ellis Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $348,920 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $383,812. Again, Fanny is available to answer any questions from the commission. Are there any? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? Uh, so moved. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you. Um, call the question all in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item L, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Glide Community Housing, Inc. for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 350 Ellis Street 
during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $343,665 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $378,032. Again, Fannie is available to answer any questions from the commission. Are there any? Any comments or questions for the public? Valerie Vieira, welcome. And I can use the break. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think some of us, are, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, Valerie Viella, um, 30th Street, Onlock. Um, when we use the phrase support services, a lot of us who've been in the business for a long time think of things that senior centers and legal services and folks have had. Is that a different fund? Is this funding coming from a different pot of money than Title III-B? Or is it, I'm, I'm, I think we're just wondering first, that's my first question. And then the second question is um, wondering if the housing uh, corporation providers have uh, considered or maybe are reaching out and talking to uh, DOS community services um, programs because we do a lot of the things already in neighborhoods and we're just wondering you know, if, is that even an effort or has that been a consideration? So those are two questions. Thank you. Very good questions. <clears throat> for the, Fanny? Yes. To, um, for, to answer the first question, um, Helen Hale has a better response. Um, but for the second part, there is, um, for, for each of the sites, the grantees, the part of their effort for um, to provide services at the sites is connecting with neighborhood groups, city agencies, and other community-based um, service providers um, to create those relationships, referral relationships. So that is going on. Um, they're also um, uh, um, getting support from DOS, from us um, directly as well through our um, information and referral um, and other, you know, more direct connection with, for, for our services. Do the, does that outreach service include reaching out to local community centers? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, um, it does, Commissioner. And um, uh, the different sites have their own different methods of doing that. So, I mean, there's really a variety of ways that they do that. Thank you. But and now for the, the first funding part, question. Helen, yeah, for the first part, Helen has a... Thank you. Um, yes, great questions. Thank you for asking. Um, so the whole provision of the RAD services model, the word support is really social services support. It's not supportive housing. It's, it's not the same kind of service. It's not intensive like that. That's why it's a 1 to 75 model. Um, in, in the intention of the entire project, um, the contracts are going to housing developers, and they often have service providers as their partner on site because a number of our service providers don't necessarily do their own social services. When we put the RFP on the street to provide find the affordable housing, we ask them to find neighborhood-based social service partner if they themselves were not a services provider themselves. In addition, we require them, it's part of the RAD policies and procedures that we wrote, to work closely with neighborhood agencies. Particularly in senior disabled buildings, we do want the seniors connected to the local senior centers or to be connected to different programs that are appropriate for them. Some of the issues for some of the seniors before were that they were isolated and didn't know how to get to those different programs. And so we, and some of our buildings, we actually help to provide transportation to and from those programs to make sure that they get there. Service staff will actually check in with staff on site at the different senior centers to see how those things are going. The intent here is to provide connections to the local neighborhood or groups. It, it may be someplace else in the city, but if they have a specific language need or, 
or specific health need. But the, the idea here is to have services folks on site know the residents super well and make sure they are connected to the different agencies that they have and someone's at home in the building making sure that they're aging in place in a safe and healthy way. Um, also, we want to make sure that their housing remains stable and that their units are, in fact, in, in good working order so that we don't have elderly folks living in dilapidated housing. I hope Thank that answers the question. That answers your question. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments or questions from the public? Any additional questions or comments from the Commission? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So move. May I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you. The motion <coughs> carries. Item M, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Mercy Housing California for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 1760 Bush Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $488,045 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $536,850. And Fanny is still here. Um, any comments or questions from the public? I'm sorry, and any comments or questions from the commission? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So move. May I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item N, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Mercy Housing California for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 1880 Pine Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024, in the amount of $494,615, plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $544,077. Fanny is a stalwart, she's still here. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? A second. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item Q, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Mercy Housing California for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 2698 California Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $247,880 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $272,688. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Thank you. Call the question all in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item P, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Mercy Housing California for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 345 Arguello Boulevard during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 
in the amount of $179,590 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $197,549. <clears throat> Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So move. Do I have a second? A second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you, the motion carries. Item Q, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Mercy Housing California for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 491 31st Avenue during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $187,470 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $206,217. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, we have a motion to approve. So moved. Do we have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Thank you, the motion carries. Item R, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Mercy Housing California for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at JFK Towers, 2451 Sacramento Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $346,290 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $380,919. Any comments or questions from the commission? Thank you, Commissioner Liu. It's just a, a, a question, general question. As I review these housing um, uh, programs, I realize that the, the, uh, the agencies are sympathizing quite a lot towards the program. Is this required, or is they do it from the kindness of their heart? <laughs> Thank you for that question, Commissioner Liu. So um, a developer match is required. All RAD grantees are required to pay for services staff in their building operations budget to make sure that program costs are embedded in building operations, the same way that property management is. Is there a percentage, because some are larger than others, uh, required a minimum and a maximum? Uh, yes. So when we when we built the whole project, we built in services staff into the operating building cost so that services couldn't be cut out once things stabilized, so that we would value services at the same level as we valued property management and maintenance. So we set up a, a, a sort of came out to about 1 to 100. Um, so people are required, depending on the number of units in their building, to put that amount of money into their operating budget and then to have a cost of doing business every single year. The city then negotiated with um, our department to reduce it down to one to 75. So they continue to have what's in the operating budget. We put in as a city a supplemental services contracts, which covers the 25 lower staffing ratio, plus program costs, any supervision for staff, and any indirect costs. So the staff themselves are, are actually paid for by the, the building operations to really ensure that the services model is part of the daily operations of a building. Thank you. 
Thank you. Any other comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Go ahead. Second. Thank you. Call the question. All in favor? Aye. Aye. <clears throat> Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item S, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Tenderloin Neighborhood Development Corporation for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 320-330 Clementina Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $1,440,745 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $1,584,820. Any comments or questions from the commission? I have one. Where is Clementina Street? Um, it's right in the Soma um, neighborhood. It's uh, by, was it Harrison and yeah. Fifth? So when you're down in the Soma district and you go past Burlington Coat Factory, um, so a little bit farther, there's a little tiny street that goes in the back and then there's a very tall, two very large tower buildings that are connected by a, a desk clerk in the middle. It's sort of out of the way and tucked in the back there. Oh. Um, it has its own gate around it and everything. Okay, well thank you very much. Um, any other comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item T, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Tenderloin Neighborhood Development Corporation for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 430 Turk Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024, in the amount of $334,470, plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $367,917. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So move. May I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you, the motion carries. Item U, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Tenderloin Neighborhood Development Corporation for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at 939-951 Eddy Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $167,770 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $184,547. Any comments or questions to the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item V, requesting authorization to renew the grant agreement with Tenderloin Neighborhood Development Corporation 
for the provision of supportive services to older adults and adults with disabilities residing in San Francisco RAD converted housing development units at Rosa Parks 1251 Turk Street during the period of July 1st, 2019 through June 30th, 2024 in the amount of $695,000 $215 plus a 10% contingency for a total grant amount not to exceed $764,737. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So move. May I have a second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Thank you, commissioners. Thank you, Fanny. <laughs> this was a rad group of... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to just say, because of an opportunity here with the commission, that our relationship with DOS is incredible. Um, they have been a thought partner from the very beginning before the buildings were converted, and working with the team here has been incredible. And it, we really value our partnership, because we're able to do things in both family buildings, which we oversee, and senior buildings, and create that consistency across the buildings, which was the intent. So I just want to commend DOS. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Item W, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Centro Latino de San Francisco for the provision of elderly nutrition program congregate meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $119,886 plus a 10% contingency for revised total grant amount not to exceed $1,637,914, but this is not Lauren. <laughs> Good. Welcome. Good morning, commissioners and Deputy Director Kaufman. Uh, my name is Linda Lau. I'm the lead nutritionist with uh, the Office on the Aging. Um, before we present the individual uh, um, items for the nutrition uh, requests, for modification, I wanted to um, give you some highlights and overview of the um, nutrition programs at BACS and where the highlights of the program changes are. Um, as noted in the commission memo, um, we are requesting authorization to modify various uh, grant agreements with a number of our nonprofit um, agencies to provide various nutrition program services. Um, and the total amount for modification is $4,687,720. And with the 10% uh, contingency, the total is not to exceed $52,986,931. Um, so, you know, as you know, the nutrition programs is an important part of helping to uh, keep seniors healthy and maintain their independence. Um, at many of these um, senior centers, besides the meal programs, they have many other uh, community activities to help them keep engaged and stay active uh, with a lot of the physical activities and other uh, type of activities. Uh, the memo has uh, detail as to where the funding is. Uh, the gen in general, we basically, with this APAC, 87% um, of this fund is from local general fund, and 13% is um, additional increase in federal funds, whether it's ongoing or um, um, one-time only. Um, so there are four uh, programs that we are adding back um, with these increases. Um, the first 
program is the congregate meals for older adults. Um, and these are for seniors 60 years and older and their partners or um, spouses, uh, regardless of age. Um, and with the congregate meal program, uh, we mostly fund lunch programs, but we have a few that serve um, breakfast and a few that serve um, early dinner program. Uh, with this additional funding, we are adding one new site in the uh, District 11, which is the OMI district in Excelsior. Um, also, we are increasing um, the current service contract for a number of our um, nutrition providers in order to meet the uh, demand. We have done a um, needs assessment and also an equity analysis to see where those um, high need districts are and really focus on increasing the funding for those areas. Um, in addition, there's a small amount of one-time only money um, to help provide equipment needed for the site expansions. Um, so in total for the two-year funding, um, these at-backs will serve an additional 761 unduplicated consumers and approximately another 45,623 meals. Um, so the second program we're adding is the Congregate Meal Programs for Adults with Disability. And this is for um, persons with disability um, age 18 to 59. Um, and we have uh, seven of our providers who provide the Congregate Meals for Adults with Disabilities. With this at-back, um, there's increase in service level for two contractors, and that's Central Latino and Russian American. And for these two years at back, we will serve an additional 212 unduplicated consumers and another 12,632 meals. Um, the third program is the um, H uh, home delivery meal program for uh, seniors. And um, home delivery meal programs is basically for seniors who are uh, unable to go out to a congregate news site because they are either um, physically or mentally, you know, have some disability and unable to go out. And so the meals are delivered to them. Either the meals are delivered um, hot, um, chilled, or frozen, depending on, the, on their ability and the storage capacity um, to handle the meals. Um, so providers do the assessment to see what would be the appropriate meal. Um, with this at back, we are... Um, uh, there is one-time only money. A majority of it is to um, add three vehicles in order for the providers to expand and add new routes um, to serve new areas. And also, uh, we have increased the service levels, um, especially to the areas with high needs, um, such as actually the uh, ethnic meals like the Chinese meals and Japanese meals because there's such a huge, a long waiting list. And so both those contractors have added capacity. Um, and also with this um, HDM, um, there is assessment needs that are required in order to do quarterly and also annual assessments. So those funding are included with the funding um, as needed for the um, contractor. Um, and with this two-year at back, we will serve an additional uh, 248 unduplicated consumers and another 174,028 meals. Um, the fourth program is the Home Delivery Meal Programs for Adults with disabil Disability. And um, these are for, again, Home Delivery Meals for um, adults that are under 60. And the a uh, highlight for this program is we have added uh, 300,000 
dollars in meals, and this is uh, from the Dignity Fund. Um, also, we added another $37,000 um, for assessment needed for this program. Um, during this two-year at-back, we will serve an additional 258 unduplicated consumers and 115,660 meals. The fifth program is the Home Delivered Grocery Program um, for adults and uh, for seniors and adults with disability. Um, the Home Delivered Grocery Program is to provide weekly um, groceries, uh, supplemental food for um, seniors who are frail, unable to go to a food pantry to access these food. Um, and, you know, they are able to, um, but these clients are able to prepare the food at home because either they have a caregiver or IHSS worker. Um, so th the funding for this is actually quite significant. Um, each year is $683,000, um, $683,000, yes. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're targeting services to the high needs area. Um, there are, we, through our um, equity analysis, we've identified um, the districts um, involved. And also, um, so with this increase, we're able to um, add back during, uh, increase during these two years, is serve another 991 unduplicated consumers and uh, 21,790 food banks annually. Um, the sixth program, that we are adding back is the food assistance or food pantry program. And this is a weekly um, supplemental food uh, distribution. Uh, and these are uh, for clients that are also low income, need the supplemental food. Um, and then with this um, add back, we are adding, serving additional 507 unduplicated consumers uh, with 31,661 food banks annually. Um, one thing I wanted to note is that in the food assistance program, the funding is for two more years. Um, so there is um, the annual additional amount of $417,936, which are included in the um, requested amount. Uh, so at this time, I'm happy to answer any questions you might have. Thank you very much for that comprehensive review, Linda. Um, any questions from commissioners? Commissioner Pappas? Just one, maybe I missed it. Um, is, the, is this independent of the San Francisco Marin Food Bank or is it in conjunction with, is there any relationship with the food bank? Um, so with the H, um, home delivered grocery, we will present um, uh, the requested amount for modification and the San Francisco Food Bank is one of them. They're actually our major player um, provider in getting um, this program um, you know, operating because um, they're able to get a lot of the food donated from the different um, sources. Thank you. Commissioner Liu? Yeah, Linda, I'd like to get a copy of your summary. Okay. Okay. Do and you do not have the uh, uh, commission memo? Is it? Is mm -hmm. the more you you? It's more detailed here. Yours is so brief, so <laughs> you just oh. pick out some maybe. Okay. okay. We'll be happy to. All right. The other question I want to ask is: uh, Do you have the average of the cost of the meal from the highest to the lowest, both for the congregate and home delivered? 
I'm just curious. I was going to do it myself, but I didn't have the time to do it. <laughs> yes, we have that information, and I did bring that with me, I believe. Let me just check. You can send it to me without searching for it. Thank you. I found it. Thank you. And uh -huh. did you, do you have it? In, yes. I have it. Um, so for the uh, congregate meals, um, actually, this is not the right one. Um, Okay, for, so for the current meals, um, the average um, for all our programs, uh, excluding the champs, um, it's um, $6.43. That is what the DOS funding is. Of course, we have um, breakfast programs, which actually cost less. It's under $4. Um, lunch and dinner is higher. Um, and, you know, these include actually... Um, uh, the compliance cost too. So um, the other program is um, home delivered meal. Uh, for seniors, um, let's see, the range, um, because we have providers, two providers that provide two meals a day, which is more efficient, so the cost is actually um, lower and brings down the, cost, the average cost lower. But if it's a one meal per day um, provider, the average cost is around $6.80.85, around there. That's delivery costs, all that, and food and, and staffing. Um, for the uh, adults with disability, it's um, slightly lowered a little bit, um, you know, because many of those meals are um, more frozen meals, so they cost a little bit less in terms of preparation and delivery costs. Any other questions? I just want to make one general comment, okay. Um, as I reviewed uh, uh, the nutrition programs, uh, uh, I found out that uh, the develop, uh, the agencies are actually subsidizing quite a bit. And uh, uh, that's why I said, you know, if it's not for the agency that are doing the fund, we will not be able to serve that many uh, clients in the city of San Francisco. So I think the nonprofit organization should be commented for doing what they are doing. Absolutely. Absolutely um, correct. Yeah. And I would also like to add that one of the things that's come out of the Dignity Fund Oversight Committee is the need to reach out to adults with disabilities. And it's encouraging to see that there's more funding targeting that specific population. Because we have some new commissioners who may or may not be aware of this, but the congregate meal programs do a great deal more than just supply nutritional needs. They provide socialization opportunities, friendships are formed, people begin to check up on one another to make sure they're all right. So if we can engage adults with disabilities in this type of activity, everyone benefits. So again, I want to commend the department for this really terrific program. So, with that, um, any other comments or questions from commissioners? Any from the public? 
Okay. Uh, so I'm going to present, uh, bring up my um, colleague, uh, Lauren, to present Central Latino's individual agenda for modification. I'll just ask one quick question. I'm sorry. Thank you, Commissioner. Um, and I know that we're very um, uh, sensitive to cultural needs. I'm wondering if uh, the, any of those who have, like, religious dietary restrictions are part of this program as well. Yes. Actually, in the congregate meal program, we have, we offer about eight different ethnic diets, including um, we, um, we have, uh, of course, American, mm -hmm. um, Japanese, um, Chinese, uh, Latino. We have American soul. Um, and we also have vegetarian. Mm -hmm. um, in the home delivered meal program, we have all that. Um, plus, we have a kosher meal provider. Um, and also, we provide modified diets that are you know, diabetics friendly, um, low sodium, you know, heart, heart health, um, heart healthy, and also um, mechanical soft, which is for people that have difficult, difficulty chewing. Um, so those are additional type of diets offered for the home delivered meal clients. Thank you. Okay. Thank Fine. you. Good morning, Commissioners and Deputy Director Kaufman. My name is Lauren Muckley, and I'm a nutritionist with Office on the Aging. We're seeking your approval to modify this grant with Central Latino to San Francisco for provision of elderly nutrition program congregate meals. This year, the contractor opened a new meal site at IT Bookman Community Center in District 11, OMI neighborhood, and took over as the meal provider for <coughs> Swords to Plowshares Veterans Academy in District 2, Presidio neighborhood. With these ADVAC funds, we'll be able to continue to meet the needs of the community in these districts. This funding will also provide Saturday meals at their Mission Neighborhood Center meal site and additional meals across the sites to meet the current demand. Please note that the ADVAC for District 11 is for this year only, which is why there is a decrease in funding next year. We hope to have continued funding next year. Thank you for your consideration. I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Thank you very much, Lauren. I believe I already read item W. And so <clears throat> if there are no other questions from the commission or any comments from the public, I would like to have a motion to approve. So moved. Do we have a second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Motion, any opposed? Thank you, the motion carries. Item X, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Episcopal Community Services for the provision of elderly nutrition program congregate meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $58,302 plus a 10% contingency for revised total grant amount not to exceed $749,594. And once again, Lauren is here to answer questions. Do I, have any, do I hear any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. I'll second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item Y, <clears throat> requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Russian American Community Services for the provision of elderly nutrition program congregate meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $16,452 
plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $831,156. <clears throat> Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? Uh, so moved. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you. Call the question all in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion <clears throat> carries. Commissioner, we don't have a quorum yeah, at this point. I'm sorry? We do not have a quorum at this point. Oh, <clears throat> well, we have to take that vote again? Yes. All right. We'll have a, a short recess. Yeah. A short recess. TV, San Francisco Government Television. Elderly Nutrition Program Congregate Meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $16,452 plus a 10% contingency revised for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $831,156. Are there any comments or questions from the Commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. I'll s okay. Second. Did I have a second? Yeah. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item Z, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Glide Foundation for the provision of elderly nutrition program congregate meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $41,880 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $676,101. Welcome back, Linda Lau. Um, so with this app back, it is um, increasing the service provider's um, service level so that they are able to meet the demand. They've been over-serving the contract consistently, and this way they will not need to turn away as many people. So. Um, Thank you. Any comments or questions? Commissioner Liu? 
Yeah, I'm just wondering, these are the at-back. Uh, there's no guarantee that it will be there next year. These are two-year at-backs. Okay, two years. After two years, what if um, there's no money coming uh, so the agency will be absorbed the loss again or uh, DOS will be trying to look for some money to help? As I understand it, if it's a two-year ongoing funding, then it's continue part of our baseline, but our uh, fiscal could maybe confirm that? Yes? That's a yes. Uh -huh. Okay. Thank Nonetheless, you. that is a very good question because I've been on the commission long enough to remember when we're actually making cuts, mm -hmm. regardless of baseline funding. Mm -hmm. I hope we don't face days and months and years like that again, but we can't take anything for granted. If no. I may, if I may, Mr. Mr. President, Abbott. you know, you, you, you brought up a subject which is close to my heart. Um, uh, had this ad back not happened, would Glide have had to raise the money to be able to do what, what, what is being asked of them? Either that or they would have to turn away people. Um, they would, like last year when they actually were already served their um, contract level, they actually had to set a max for the day and to say, let's say they're could only the budget can accommodate 150 people for breakfast. Um, then once they reach that, you know, if the agency feels that they cannot raise money to cover the ex the extra meals, they basically that's sort of two methods that they use to manage their yeah, budget. It's a, it's a sad state of affairs for all of the social service agencies in San Francisco because I know that they're they're trying their best and I mean they're trying to serve and at the same time they need to go raise extra money to serve. What what the expectation is? Correct. Um, Glide does use a lot of the um, the food bank. They have um, a lot of the food. They, you know, all the produce uh, from the food bank is free to our nonprofits if they're a member of it. Um, so they take advantage of those resources to keep the costs down, and they use a lot of volunteers. That's our, mm -hmm. that's how they're able to also reduce the cost. Thank you. Any other comments or questions? The quick question is very related to what you were talking about. Do you have a, could you give us a number when you said we can, are able to provide more meals with this? Did you come up with a number of what that would be um, or an estimate? No, actually in the um, Appendix A, mm -hmm. it has the um, service units that is increased. Let okay. me just take a look at that. Yeah. So on page four of the appendix A for Glide. Okay. Um, yeah. Let's see. They are. <clears throat> even though it looks like um, in the unduplicated clients, there are not increasing clients. Um, but the, if you look at the uh, meal service levels, um, it is an increase from our baseline. Last year, we actually had additional money to add back for their 1718. So this is not a, um, a good indicator. You don't see that increase there per se. Um, in the budget though, you can actually see where the increase is. Let me speak. They are adding um, 6,000 meals okay. um, to their budget okay. from their baseline. Okay, great, that's good, thank you. Thank you. Any other comments or questions? Just make one comment. Maybe ask uh, Glide uh, to work harder with um, Warren Buffett to get more money. <laughs> <laughs> Who 
who has connections to him? <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure they're using a lot of their. Um, they do have fundraisers and raise a phenomenal amount of money to support their programs. Mm, thank thank you. you. Any other comments or questions, Commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, call the question. May I have a motion to approve? So move. I'll second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item AA, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Centro Latino de San Francisco for the provision of adults with disabilities congregate meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $83,272 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $354,053. Welcome back, Lauren. Thank you. For this item, we're seeking your approval to modify this grant with Central Latino de San Francisco for provision of adults with disabilities congregate meals. As I mentioned earlier, the contractor has opened two new sites this year, so this increase allows them to expand services to meet community needs. Thank you, and I'm happy to answer any questions you have. Thank you. Any comments or questions from the public? Where are those sites? Uh, the District 11, um, IT Bookman Community Center, and uh, Veterans Academy in the Presidio. Thank you. Any other comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, call the question. May I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item <coughs> BB, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Russian American Community Services for the provision of adults with disabilities congregate meals during the period of July 1st, 2018, through June 30th, 2020, in the additional amount of $6,320, plus a 10% contingency for revised total grant amount not to exceed $27,355. Once again, Lauren is here to answer any questions. Are there any from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do you have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you, the motion carries. Item CC, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Central Latino de San Francisco for the provision of elderly nutrition program home delivered meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $22,272 plus a 10% contingency for revised total grant amount not to exceed $793,046. Do you have any comments or questions for Lauren from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do you have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you, the motion carries. Item DD, thank you, Lauren. Item DD, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Kimochi Inc. for the provision of elderly nutrition program ENP home delivered meals, HDM, and nutrition compliance during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $115,676 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $1,086,862. Welcome, Sarah Chan. 
Good morning, Commissioner, Deputy Director Kaufman. Um, we're bringing to you Kimochi Inc. Home Delivery Mill um, contract. And for this app, we are able to provide additional meals, about 4,800 meals a day, uh, well, um, um, annually, and uh, uh, adding about 20 clients every day uh, because Kimochi is able to use the app fund to expand one additional meal, uh, one additional route. And for the um, for this APAC, and we are seeking your approval, and at this time, I would like to answer any questions. Thank you very much, Sarah. Do I have any comments or questions to the commission? Just a comment. Um, I have been in the very unique and privileged position to be a quality control person uh, tasting your food at the Japanese American Religious Federation every year, and it is phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Commissioner Pappas. Um, any other comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions to the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So move. Do I hear a second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. 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 Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item EE, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Meals on Wheels of San Francisco for the provision of Elderly Nutrition Program ENP Home Delivered Meals, HDM, and Nutrition Compliance during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020, in the additional amount of $891,210, plus a 10% contingency for revised total grant amount not to exceed $21,674,524. Once again, Sarah is here to answer any questions. Are there any from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So move. Second. Do I second. Thank you, Commissioner Pappas. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item FF, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Unlock Day Services for the provision of Elderly Nutrition Program, ENP, Home Delivered Meals, HDM, and Nutrition Compliance during the period of July 1st, 2018, through June 30th, 2020, in the additional amount of $341,662, plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $2,730,037. Welcome back, Linda, who will answer any questions. Are there any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item GG, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with self-help for the elderly for the provision of elderly nutrition program home-delivered meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $114,280, plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $1,870,279. Linda Lau is here to answer any questions from the commission. Are there any questions or comments from commissioners? None, any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? 
So move. Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. As noted earlier, item HH has been removed from the agenda. Item II, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Institute on Aging for the provision of adults with disabilities home delivered meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $74,636 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $1,100,007. And once again, Sarah is here to answer questions. Are there any from the commission? Any comments from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? Uh, so moved. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item JJ, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Meals on Wheels of San Francisco for the provision of adults with disabilities home delivered meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $384,808 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $4,073,368. Once again, Sarah is here to answer any questions. Are there any questions or comments from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I hear a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item KK, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Project Open Hand for the provision of adults with disabilities home delivered meals during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 for an additional amount of $215,192 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $564,302. Lauren is back to answer questions. Are there any questions or comments from the commission? Are there any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item LL. Requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Community Living Campaign for the provision of home delivered grocery services during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $32,388 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $684,462. And the tag team brings us Sarah again. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, all, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Second. Okay. All in favor? Aye. Aye. The motion carries, thank you. Item MM. Requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with Golden Gate Senior Services for the provision of home delivered groceries during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $30,980 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount 
not to exceed $548,471. Once again, Sarah is here to answer any questions. Are there any from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you, the motion carries. Item NN, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with San Francisco Marin Food Bank for the provision of home delivered groceries oversight program during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the additional amount of $494,076 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $2,057,286. Once again, Sarah is here to answer any questions from the commission. Are there any? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Item OO, requesting authorization to modify the grant agreement with San Francisco Marin Food Bank for the provision of a food assistance program during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 in the amount in the additional amount of $1,644,428 plus a 10% contingency for a revised total grant amount not to exceed $11,528,114. And again, Sarah is still here. Any comments or questions from the commission? Any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, may I have a motion to approve? So move. Do I have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. Much to everyone's regret, we're at the last item where we have to take action. Requesting authorization, item PP, requesting authorization to modify the existing grant amount with Institute on Aging for the provision of expanding clinical collaborative services during the period of July 1st, 2018 through June 30th, 2020 for an additional amount of 225000 plus a 10% contingency for a new total amount not to exceed $976,014. And Monte Chimina will present this item. Welcome, Monte. Thank you. Uh, welcome, Commissioners and Deputy Director uh, Kaufman. My name is Monte Chimino. I'm a program analyst with Office on the Aging. Uh, today we're here to request uh, your approval for the Clinical Collaborative Program. And it seeks to, uh, sorry, um, for a program expansion for the Clinical Collaborative Services. Uh, the Clinical Collaborative Services Program seeks to improve the knowledge, skills, and performance of the DOS OOA-funded OOA case managers through clinical supervision and training. Building off the success of this current model with the case management providers, the Clinical Collaborative is expanding its service model to incorporate ADRC staff into the consultation and training services. This expansion comes as a response to community feedback and as a request by CASE to provide additional training and clinical support to the ADRC staff. Staff at these programs have experienced an increase in clients coming into their centers with more complex needs, such as substance abuse and mental health issues. Uh, having access to additional trainings and clinical consultation around these issues and others uh, may arise in their day-to-day -day work with clients and it will be of great benefit to the staff themselves and the clients they serve to receive this additional support. 
Um, as a result of this expansion, the collaborative has added the following new service objectives. They will be adding six ADRC clinical group consultations per fiscal year. They will uh, provide clinical collaborative services to a minimum of 14 ADRC staff throughout each fiscal year. Uh, they will provide a minimum of four community-based trainings per fiscal year to case management and ADRC staff. And finally, they will provide a minimum of four multidisciplinary consultations to participating agencies. In addition to the service expansion, the collaborative is looking to increase staffing by hiring an additional half-time LCSW MFT level clinical consultant and add a .2 FTE educational specialist that will assist with outreach efforts and recruit, uh, recruitment and also to remind individuals of upcoming trainings and uh, um, consultations. Additionally, a longtime bilingual staff member will assume leadership for the consultation groups uh, and relevant training topics, oversee curriculum development, provide clinical and program leadership to the part-time consultant, and assist the program director with service unit tracking and other administrative items as needed. Thank you, and I'm happy to answer any questions that you may have at this time. Thank you, Monty. Are there any comments or questions from the commission? Are there any comments or questions from the public? Hearing none, do I have a motion to approve? So moved. Do I have a second? Second. Thank you. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Any opposed? Thank you. The motion carries. We are now at item seven, general public comment for issues that were not on the agenda. Is there any general public comment at this time? Hearing none, any announcements? Hearing none, may I have a motion to adjourn? So, go ahead. By rising vote, <laughs> we shall adjourn. Go ahead. So move. Yeah. Thank you.